Hi teachers, I'm Carly Walton and this is the Teach Music Online podcast, your number one resource for innovative online music teaching. In today's episode, we have a unique topic that I haven't talked about on the podcast yet and it is course creation. I am a course creator. I love creating courses and I thought it might be helpful for some of you who are considering creating a course for yourself to hear some of my thoughts on course creation and and really think about if you are a course creator and if this is something that you can work on for the next couple of years because I I really really love it and I think everyone can get into creating courses and sharing their expertise. Before we dive in, I want to share this review that was left on iTunes. And this is from Milmus. I highly recommend this podcast. Each podcast episode has great information on transitioning to online lessons. Her approach to helping other music teachers is encouraging and upbeat. I enjoy listening to them because there are simple takeaways from each podcast that I can immediately implement into my business. They are also applicable to all instruments, not just piano. Thank you, Carly, for your willingness to share your expertise and personal experience teaching online. You can help many teachers. Thank you so much, Milmus, for writing this review. I actually really love hearing that you are getting simple takeaways that you feel like you can immediately implement because that's what I want. I don't want this to be overwhelming or to feel like it's a novel. I just keep going and going. And I'm just glad that you have found that there are simple takeaways. So thank you so much for your review. And teachers, please head over to iTunes to leave a review for me for the podcast so that other teachers can find the podcast and see the value in listening. I will be sharing with you your first five steps to creating a course today. Before we get there, why do I love creating courses so much? I have now been a course creator for a couple of years, and I think one of the things I really enjoy most about it is being able to concisely share information that makes an impact. And I say concise because there is a lot on the internet. (laughs) There are a lot of so-called experts that share everything. I mean, we, we, you can learn anything online. What I love about courses though, is it's not just talk. It's not just experience. It's actual knowledge. And then it's it's given or delivered in a way that others can change and that others can actually have a real transformation. So why do I love creating courses? I love it because I'm able to see the impact that it has on others globally. And it's really fulfilling. It's really fulfilling to have something that is unique and and that's maybe being taught by others, but I offer it in a unique way because of my own experiences and my own lifestyle and my own choices and all of the things that come with the Carly Walton package. I'm able to put into my courses and then deliver them even in a unique way as well. So what is the course creation opportunity for music teachers? You may be listening to this going, I have never even considered creating a course. You know, what would I create a course on? Well, here's a couple of thoughts. Think about when you went to college or music school or wherever you went, wherever you studied and all of the topics that you studied on. So just, I mean, when you go to school, there are, there's hundreds of courses to choose from. 
And they're all so different and they're all delivered so differently by the different instructors. So you could even have the same 101 course that's a very different experience with these 10 different teachers that offer it. So I say that because I don't want you to feel discouraged thinking there's already a ukulele teacher teaching beginning ukulele or there's already so many teachers teaching theory. That doesn't matter at all because your experience brings something else to the table. And now with the digital world, with online learning, it's not going anywhere. The opportunity to produce content and to create an income for yourself online, it's not going anywhere. Even post-pandemic, everyone, even before the pandemic, we all were learning things online. If anything, post-pandemic, it's only going to keep going because we're not going to go backwards in how we learn. It's it's just so impactful. And I think the pandemic has shown us how easy it is to get online and learn something. Another huge benefit and opportunity for music teachers in creating a course is it's going to add value to your brand. Just like if you were to write a book or become a speaker or start a podcast, all of those elements add value to you. And it shows people that you are an expert It shows people what you're an expert in, and it's going to create this amazing, wonderful brand for yourself that allows you in turn to charge more, and it gives you more opportunities to work with people, to network. It's just a great thing to have in your back pocket. Here are the first five steps to creating a course. I have... Okay, so... (laughs) I'm only laughing because teachers, I... I have taken so many courses on course creation. I think I've done five now because I'm so obsessed with with creating content. Okay, so if you don't know what content is, content is anything that you share online. A picture, a video, a topic, an article that you write, text, anything that you share online is content. So I just love finding ways to be a better content creator. My husband and I are actually photographers, more so my husband. He's amazing. He's actually on a video shoot this week in Dallas, Texas. So We do a lot of content creation for photography with our world travel Instagram account and we work with brands. So we really like finding ways to deliver content that people want to watch and that that inspires people. So I think my love for courses comes from that and also my love for taking courses because I really value the experiences of others. I think you can save so much time when you invest in in a topic that you want to learn versus trying to learn it by yourself. The first step in course creation is to think about a topic and I want you to niche down and even be really specific. So do not create a course that is how to teach piano. That's not, it's it's harder to sell, it's harder to create, and it's harder all around because it's too broad. So you really want to niche down, even to the point where it's improvisation for the right hand only, or an intermediate composition for the female artist, or vocal techniques for the busy mom. You know, being specific about what it is and who it's for. 
Now, my second step would be to do some research around that topic. So maybe you write down 10 topic ideas that you feel like you really have some experience in and you want to share with others. The next step would be to do some research, to do to start looking to see what's out there and what's getting a lot of attention. Now, the research should not make you discouraged. If you see that there are a lot of courses on it, that tells you two things. It tells you that it's popular, that people want it, and the second one is that there's a little bit of competition, but that's not a bad thing. I don't think that the market is oversaturated for any course related to music. Step number three is to think about how you can teach that topic in a better, more efficient way. And I, I want to say that it does take a lot of research. I, I would say that the research I did for Teach Music Online was for around three to four months before I created anything because I really wanted to know the market. I wanted to make sure that there was a need, that people were interested, and it didn't even need to be a huge need. It, you know, it just needed to be that there were some teachers out there who wanted to know how to offer their their studio lessons online. And that was enough for me. So what I did was I got into Facebook groups, into music Facebook groups for teachers, and I would use the search bar and just search posts to see if anyone was searching for tips for online teaching. This was in 2019, so it was before COVID-19, and I found that there were a lot of people that were just curious or just wanted a little bit more. They wanted to learn a little bit more about how they could have a more flexible studio. So you've chosen your topic or topics, 10, and then you've done some research, and then I want you to choose one or two to, to research even more and brainstorm how you can teach that topic in a better, more efficient way. And the way to do this is to see, you can get on YouTube videos around your topic and look in the comment section and see what people are complaining about or asking further questions on. So if it's a topic about learning ukulele, look up, look at those videos on YouTube and see what people are commenting. So they might ask, okay, but how do I play this song? Okay, but what do I do when this happens? Or how do you, what would you suggest for me, dot, dot, dot. And write all the questions down that you can find around the topic you've chosen. And you create your course around what the gap is, what's missing, what is the need for the people that you think would be taking from you. Step number four is to do some message mining. So message mining, (laughs) it's kind of a funny phrase. Message mining is diving deep with your ideal customer. Your ideal customer is somebody who would purchase your course. And this is also another part of being a content creator, a course creator, where you've got to figure out who is your course for. Is it for 14-year-old, 14-year-old teenagers? Is it for busy moms? Is it for men who just want a little bit more instruction on how to play guitar? Who is your ideal customer? Now, just know by narrowing it or or putting a title on your customer, doing that doesn't mean you're not going to also sell your course to others, but it gives you much more to do for marketing because you know who you're talking to versus I'm talking to everybody. Anybody and everybody can take my course. Sure, that might be true, but that's not going to help you when you're marketing. So message mining is diving deep. What do your ideal customers need? What do they want? What is out there? How do they feel emotionally around the topic? 
and you're going to I could I could do a whole episode just about message mining. <laughs> Um, there's a lot that goes into it. What I suggest is getting on a Zoom call with 10 people and talking to them about this topic. So asking them questions, maybe sharing some of your content with them. You're not gauging interest. You, you're trying to find what makes them frustrated, what's challenging, what their hopes and dreams are, all of those things. Step number five is, and this is one that we could also unpack, is to create your course outline and run a beta version of your course. So you basically, after you've validated your course idea, you know the topic you want to teach, you now want to create a basic outline and run a beta version. So this beta version, it might not be fully scripted. It might not be fully produced. It's another way for you to gauge interest and make sure that this is a topic that you want to teach and that others want to listen to. So the way you could do that is outline your first few videos and offer them for free inside of a Facebook group. Well, you need to record them. Either record them or go live and do this live and gauge interest. So. Being live on Facebook is great because you can see if people are commenting, if they have more questions on what you're teaching. You could do a series of videos. What I did with Teach Music Online was I created a free mini course. It was five videos. Each video was around 10 minutes. And I offered it inside of my free Facebook group and teachers loved it. They loved it. I created some like really basic slides with Google, Google Slides. I recorded it, I did very little editing, and I just put it out there, and everyone who joined the Facebook group, I kept telling them about this mini course, and I'd tell them, you know, watch one video a day, and then implement what I teach, and come back the next day. And it went so well that it really told me that this was something worth producing in a much larger scale. So the next step, which we're not gonna talk too much about, would be to script, film, edit, and produce. And that can take anywhere from three weeks to, you know, six months, depending on how in-depth your course is and how fast you work. (laughs) You really, it's so different for everyone, but I actually really like that process. I love doing the research and filling in the gaps and going, you know, back into my experience of teaching online and and finding the experiences and the knowledge that I know others need to know. So I really enjoy the scripting and filming. Um, That might not be the case for you, but the good thing is there's so many ways to do it. It doesn't have to be this amazing produced video. (laughs) It can be, like I said, you could go live, you could create Google Slides, you could create a Canva presentation. The main idea is that you are sharing your expertise with the world. And there are hundreds of ways to do it. Don't think that there's only one. Don't think that my way, if you're in the course and you've seen the produced videos that we create, we really enjoy that because we love the quality, we love how it's delivered, but you don't have to start there. You can start small and work your way up. Okay, this is really fun. I really like talking about course creation. Let's talk about, you might be wondering where you could host your online courses. So I'll give you a couple of ideas and then we will end with that. So as soon as you have a few videos created, 
as I mentioned, you can host them inside Facebook. So you can have a Facebook group and host them in there. You wouldn't be selling them, but that could be a good way to validate the idea and gauge your audience and give them a little bit of free content. The second place would be on a website. So you could create a landing page on a website that's hidden and you put all your videos on the website when people purchase from you, which they can do through Thrivecart, PayPal, Stripe, whatever your preferred method is. They pay, they pay for your course and you send them the link. That's probably the most basic way. <laughs> the tricky part about that is they could they could share that link with others. So that's not a super professional way, but again, I'm just trying to give you options. The first place I hosted my course was through Teachable. Teachable is very affordable and they charge a small transaction fee and they host all of your payments. They host all of your videos. Your students will have a login and they will have lifetime access to the course content if you so choose. Teachable is wonderful. I still host the Teach Music online course there. If you purchased it a year ago, that's where it is. It's now in an, on another platform, but all of the teachers that purchased from me in 2020, early 2020, that is where they can still access 40 plus videos in the Teach Music online course. Now, I am now hosting through a platform called Mighty Networks, which I love really, really love. My husband, Mike, and I did a ton of research. We wanted we wanted a platform that was great for hosting the course itself and a great experience for the student, but we also wanted a place where we could create community, host events, talk about, have discussions, have interviews, basically something that did it all. And we found Mighty Networks, did some testing with it and just love it. So that's where it is currently. So everyone that joins the year-long membership right now, the 12-month program, they go through all of the courses in there and then we integrate all of our events with Zoom and there's an event tab and they can see all of our upcoming events. They can comment on the events. They can RSVP and get reminders. There's an app for Mighty Network. So all, all of our teachers that are in the program can open their phone any time of day and ask a question in the community or they can watch the videos on the go. It is just really, really great. Oh, and it's a kind of a social platform. Teachers can follow each other within the platform and message each other. They can connect with each other and collaborate. There are just so many ways to make it a really useful place for not just going through the courses, but also creating community. Okay, so what are you thinking right now? Are you trying to think about a topic or are you considering this? Is it kind of has it sparked some ideas for you. I hope that it has because I I honestly feel that the opportunity for course creation is for everyone. And maybe for you it's not even music related. Maybe you have a hobby that you're really good at or maybe it's DIY home building or remodeling or painting or I don't know, watercolor. <laughs> there are so so there's courses on literally everything and there are opportunities for you to create passive income for yourself by creating and hosting your courses online. Also, thinking about your future in the long term versus the short term. A lot of us want students right now. We need students right now because we have bills right now. But if you were thinking more long term, you could start some course creation and, and knowingly 
plan on it taking a while, a few months, a few years, allowing yourself time to really do that diving deep and that research around topics that you're passionate about. And it could be a long-term project and there's nothing wrong with that. I hope that this was helpful. I know that it I, I kind of dished out a lot in this episode, but I really thought it would be helpful for many of you who have reached out to me with some questions about course creation platforms and things like that. So thank you so much for joining me, for listening. Reach out to me at teachmusiconline at gmail.com if you have any other questions. I will be creating more content for our members around course creation because I know that's a way for them to diversify their income. It's something that we talk about a lot in the membership. In our coaching calls is course creation. So And so that is on my list of things to create for my teachers is a course on how to create courses. So that is coming. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening, teachers. Have a fantastic week and I will see you next week.